<clears throat> all right what is up everyone how are y'all doing notifying viewers that you are live all right my live streams are about spirituality and communal gratitude i welcome all people race religion and orientations you are welcome here there's my disclaimer. Jacob Moore, what is up? Welcome. Hope you're having a beautiful day. So we're going to be talking about uh, what I think are some hidden secrets of creation in the book of Enoch. And I put this beautiful spiral of a sunflower behind me here to uh, kind of talk about it. Like, what does it mean? What does Enoch have to say about it? I think there are some definite secrets in it. Uh, we are notifying viewers of your live. Thank you for notifying. Jacob, thank you for the likes. God bless you. I appreciate that. Uh, so anyway, as we get going here on the live, more people are jumping on now. Thank you guys for joining. Jacob Moore, thank you for the likes. David, welcome. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, I'll do some shout outs. Infidelity, welcome. Appreciate you being here. Um, I've got a menthol drop in my mouth because I've been talking all day. So John, what is up? Welcome. Hope you're having a beautiful day. Summer Breeze, welcome. How are you doing? Um, DMJ, welcome. Uh, Tribeckle, welcome. Restored, welcome. Abby, welcome. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, Restored Soul, thank you for being here. Um, let's see, Paria, welcome, Max, welcome, Dave, welcome, RWD, welcome, Christina, welcome, Lamakips, welcome, Badger Landing, welcome, Iweld, welcome, Pauline, welcome, Sarah Lee, welcome, Timmy Likes You, welcome, Thomas Menuru, welcome, Ghost Dog, 1700, welcome, Ticker Tinker, welcome. That's a cool name. Uh, hey, dude, welcome. Bart Skeen, welcome. Welcome. Joseph Moore, welcome. Hi from a friendly heathen. Hey, what is up? How are you doing? Same here. Uh, Yeshua walks with me. Welcome. One sweet world. Welcome. Okay, so we got quite a few people jumping through here. So I'm gonna go ahead and get into it. So if you don't know what this is, this is the Fibonacci sequence. I am not a mathematician, let me say that. I am not a mathematician. In fact, I hated math in high school. I homeschooled. Um, I never understood it. I didn't understand what it was for. Uh, Charlie, what's up? Welcome. Um, but now that I'm a little bit older, and now that I've lived a little bit, and I've read the Bible, and I've read other spiritual texts, and I've experienced God, 74 Leathercraft, welcome. Dash, welcome. Mark, welcome. Um... Uh, ah, math, love math. Yes, uh, 74 Leathercraft. You have to do a lot of math, definitely. Uh, so 74 Leathercraft, he's on here. He is a uh, Christian creator on here. Uh, he does leather goods. He's got some beautiful, beautiful work. If you guys need any kind of gifts for your friends, family members, loved ones, go check him out at 74 Leathercraft. Um, really, really cool stuff. And he's got to use a lot of math. We all have to use math. But there is a secret to the math that's right there you bet man that's right there there's the devil blowing the horn again as we heard yesterday somebody said 
right when I get on a roll, I get a train come by. I've been out here for a while shooting TikToks, and uh, there were no trains. It was just like quiet, and now all of a sudden, boom, trains are back. So, uh, Robski Dragon, what is up? So, what I'm going to share today is from the second chapter of the Book of Enoch. And uh, after this train gets done blowing its horn, you know, we have a neighborhood here, and when we moved in, they told us this was going to be a no horn zone. Um, and I don't know if that's still a thing or just not happening because they blow it as they come through the neighborhood all the time. So they're supposed to be slowing down and not blowing the horn, and rather they're still flying through here blowing the horn. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, just chilling, Rob is. Hey, you know, that's what I'm doing too. Uh, I wish I was chilling rather than sitting in 101 degree heat on the porch, but it feels pretty good actually in the shade. So, um, thank God for front porches and uh, a little bit of a light Texas breeze today. So, but anyway, I'm going to talk about this today. And if someone who is more well-versed in math, um, can explain some of this as we go in the comments, then please let me know. But the Fibonacci sequence is basically you take the number one and the number two, you add those together, you get three. You add two and three together, you get five. You add three and five together, five, six, seven, eight, you get eight. You add five and eight together, so on and so forth. That's the Fibonacci sequence. It's like this scalable mathematical formula that works on either side of the decimal point in any direction. Uh, you've probably seen that spiral artwork. Let me change it. Um, you guys have seen this, I promise you, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, this spiral artwork that you can zoom in on for days, like, um, I mean, literally probably like a thousand years, this thing would just keep going. There's, there's videos of them on YouTube that go for hours, literally hours, and you can just zoom in like any point you can pick. So there's literally infinite possibilities on how you can view something, what angle you can view it from, where you view it from, how far you zoom in, how far you zoom out. So what's cool about this image is if you keep zooming out, you'll continue to get this image or different images based on the colors and patterns and the scalability of this mathematical formula. So without getting nerdy, why do I like this mathematical formula? Well, obviously I'm wearing a tie-dye shirt which mimics some of the properties of fractal energy uh, fractal artwork. Um, the movie Frozen is full of fractals. The reason we love watching stuff like that is because it's part of us. It's built into our DNA. And when we see stuff like that um, online, we see stuff like that in movies and television, um, it connects with us because it's part of us. And so I want to share this code that I think is very clearly laid out in Book of Enoch uh, that talks about this. So I'm gonna show a few more fractals here and kind of prove my point before I read the, the verse here. So we see this is a supercell thunderstorm or a tropical storm. This is a galaxy. This is a conch shell. Um, this is more representations of fractal drawings. This is a pine cone. This is a uh, like a cactus of some sort. You can see down here from like octopus tentacles to we've got uh, sunflowers here, more succulents, more shells, eyeballs, galaxies, 
So wherever you look, you see this mathematical code. Some people have literally gone as far as to call this code God, that there is no God and all there is is math and this code. I don't believe that. I believe that the code is God's fingerprint. I believe that is literally his signature. He signed his work. Uh, Romans 1.20 says, Since the beginning of creation, my unseen qualities have been visibly seen through the things that which I created, and they are without excuse for not knowing me. So I love, love, love that verse because it reminds me that I've always loved nature. I love to be outside in nature. Uh, I've got these plants on my front porch in front of me, and I love watching them grow, and every day they add to this fractal energy around me. Um, and so I think interacting with this fractal energy is really, really important. Now, what is fractal energy? Because isn't it just a code? Isn't it just uh, manifest in the physical forms of things? Sure. But what tells it where to go? What tells it how to build, how to recreate, how to scale and descale uh, up or down the Fibonacci chain? And that would be the Fibonacci energy. That would be what I call the logos of God, the creative energy of God. Uh, the Bible talks about it as the word of God, the word of God. Um, and so the root of that is Lego. We get Lego blocks, the building blocks. Um, all of this to me, I just, it's all tied together. It's, it's amazing. Squall is a question. Yeah. Drop your question. Absolutely. Uh, 74 says, does this only apply to harmonious designs such as snowflakes leaves? What about negative fractal? So yes, there are negative fractals. And when I believe that when sin entered our earth's atmosphere through the watchers, through the fallen angels, that that sin energy or dissonance there's fractal energy, which is high vibrations, harmonious vibrations. There's also dissonance where you hear like someone play a piano and it's like, and it's, it's this dissonant chord. Uh, those vibrations can affect things in a negative way. That's where we get tumors and cancers and um, I believe other ailments and illnesses and diseases from its dis-ease instead of being in ease, it's out of ease dis-ease. Um, so I find that fascinating. Uh, Zach says, awesome. Okay. So, uh, do you know what the most high name is? I've heard it, Yahuwah and Ahia. So yes. So nobody knows what the actual name is. Now we have representations of what man's lips can speak of. Um, and so the languages that we have, we have Yahuwah, we have Yah, we have Jah, uh, we have Yahweh or yod ed -Vay which is the Hebrew representation of the letters of the Hebrew alphabet to form what uh, is loosely translated as I am what I am, uh, or the great I am. We see in spiritual texts, including the Bible, and I say spiritual texts because there's a lot of spiritual texts outside the Bible that were not canonized by the Catholic Church that have a, a ton of clues as to who God is. Uh, this is definitely good for us to learn and to, to gain our knowledge and wisdom. Thank you guys for the likes. God bless you guys. I appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah, that is a great question. So the most high, uh, we hear the most high. We hear uh, the Lord of hosts. We hear uh, the God before gods, uh, the creator. Again, the I am. Um, I love the I am because Christ came and, and gave us a really, really good clue 
as to who God is and how we can interact with him. And so the way of Yeshua, we're supposed to follow him in the way. And this is whether you're uh, Christian, agnostic, um, believer, non-believer, Hebrew, um, Jewish, uh, whatever. I mean, I don't care what you claim as your belief. Because to me, the path of Yeshua was fully fully outside any religious construct if you actually look at what he said and I think it's beautiful when you look at that so he said I am in the father and the father is in me no one can go to the father except through me so a lot of what he talked about and a lot of times in the bible when it says Jesus Christ is actually we've added the Jesus to it or or uh, Ashisa, I believe is what it is in Latin. Um, and then we've added that Jesus to it. We've added to make it a person, a personable, with that ability to follow the person. Um, I fully believe in Yeshua. I fully believe in Jesus, the Christ, walked the earth, died for us. But I believe in a bit more of a mystical interpretation of it than some people do, especially than what you're going to hear at a church. Um, and so my belief is that when he died, he came back, he manifests himself through his spirit form back into a form that could manifest on this earth. And I don't believe it was a human form at that point. I believe it was his angelic body believe it was his glorified body which obviously has the ability to walk this plane of existence we see that with the angels when they come they say do not be afraid it's not because they're pretty white robed people you know uh greco-roman looking statuesque people it's because they're terrifying uh, the openam are covered in eyes and their wheels and they see into other realms the seraphim are flaming swords with eyes and wings covering them. They're these mechanical beings. And we see all these spiritual technologies and we go, well, technology is a man's invention. No, everything that man has invented is a mere shadow of the heavenly realms. As above, so below. So everything we have here is just a shadow of what's in the kingdom. And so the kingdom, I believe, fully believe that it harnesses technological, spiritual technology to allow the spirits of heavenly beings to move in and through realities. Um, and so that, that goes down a rabbit hole. I certainly can't prove that, but I can look at the Bible and other spiritual texts and Enoch and go, hey, there's something to that. So true, I believe that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Shelley, for the follow. Uh, Eric Hazel, welcome. Thank you so much. And guys, I want to say thank you. We have gained 10,000 followers on Facebook alone in the last 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours. I'm, I'm blown. My mind is blown. I had no idea. Like, I wasn't even trying to grow Facebook, and you guys have blown it up. We've been posting these reels over there, and God is just pouring out his energy on that, pouring out his beautiful beautiful resolve on what we're doing over there uh we're praying that youtube will do the same thing uh the youtube gods haven't smiled on us quite like uh facebook and tiktok um and some of the instagram reels have kind of hit the algorithm i haven't quite figured that out yet 
uh, but I'm working on Instagram and, and YouTube, hopefully, to kind of get that going. And they're threatening every day to take TikTok away from us. So you guys in the community pray against any weapon formed against this platform. Is one of the most free-thinking, religiously open abilities for us to speak clearly to each other. Um, always in love and truth and light. And I try to share everything from my opinion and according to the text I'm reading. Um, because I don't want to lead anyone astray. I want everyone to be on their own walk. Um, and I want to make sure that we, we can maintain this platform for the spiritual community, for the business community, for uh, the people who are doing the homesteading, for the homeschoolers, for um, the craftsmen like Jacob over at 74 uh, Leathercraft. Um, guys, this is such an important platform for all of us. So please, please, please just pray over it. And I'm kind of a side note here, but, uh, please, please pray over it because we need to keep this thing going. We need to keep it alive and well here in the United States. Australia is already talking about taking it down. Um, one of our senators called to take it down here in the U S so, uh, we just, we need God's protection and hand over this as we move forward into this really, really weird year that we're in. So, um, I'll look on Facebook. I didn't know you were there too. Yes. All things Lisa. I'm on Facebook. Um, it's just Jacob Cooker or type in cub Cooker and you'll find me over there too. So it is a professional profile or an influencer profile. So it's not a page you go like, it's an actual person. You go follow me as the person over there. Um, and then I've got my reels there. I post some other stuff there. So originally that was kind of my personal profile, but they've opened that up to influencers to go ahead and shift that to an influencer profile. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, and hopefully when their metaverse opens, we can kind of mitigate all of that over there and take this truth into the metaverse as well. So, um, let's see. It's sad, but I've come to learn we live in the matrix. Yes, we do. You mentioned the book of Thomas. The Gospel of Thomas is a beautiful, beautiful gem of a gospel. And they have basically a, a group of scholars uh, recently has been studying it. And they found that they believe that it is the closest thing. So the gospels we have now are basically written hundreds of years later. Like we know this, this is historical fact. They're written hundreds of years later by other people. Um, under a surname, basically, under like saying, hey, I'm writing this as John, or I'm writing this as Matthew, or Mark, or Luke. Um, and so the Gospel of Thomas was penned earlier than that, uh, maybe less than 60 years from the time of Christ, meaning it could have actually been written by the Apostle Thomas, uh, Thomas Judas Didymus, um, not Judas Iscariot, but Thomas Judas Didymus, um, one of the apostles. And so uh, the reason I say that is, is I'm going to tell you exactly where it's at. But they are saying at this point that they believe it might be the closest thing to the actual words that Yeshua spoke that we have on record. And what an amazing find. In 1945, in the desert of Nag Hammadi, um, a boy was digging for fertilizer for his, his family farm. You know, they would dig down to the, the richer soil, the volcanic soils and stuff. And he found a bunch of clay pots, and in them were the Nag Hammadi scrolls. And, and one of them is this uh, more complete, it's 114 logions, or verses, if you will, um, of what Thomas Didymus recorded as the words of Christ. 
Um, and it's absolutely, absolutely mind blowing, life changing. Um, I've never read words on a page or heard them with my ears because I listen to the audiobook that have been so piercing, so life changing, so eye opening to see everything else I read in the Bible in context of spiritual light now. Uh, and in the Bible we have, the canonized Bible we have, it says that the words of God are spiritual for those who are spiritual, so that those who are not spiritual may not see and understand. So we have to look at everything as spiritually charged, as as symbolism, as poetry, as literal literacy and literal uh, meaning, as spiritual meaning, as paradigm meaning. And so I preface the Gospel of Thomas with that because... Um, what are your thoughts on tetragrammation? Um, if you'll define that for me, I've heard that word and I'm sure I have thoughts on it, but if you can de define what that specifically is, I would appreciate it. Um, so I say that about Gospel of Thomas because if you decide to read it, prepare for your life to be changed. Um, and specifically prepare for your life to be shaken. Prepare for your life to be shaken. If you want to read it, it is on my website, cupcooker.me. Um, it's under the uh, Gospel of Thomas study. Um, I think it's the third button on my page there. And it'll take you to a page with several of the lost Gospels, all by the same author who has translated them and given commentary. I like reading it with commentary. It still gives you the full scriptural value, but there's a preface and a foreword and then like a postlude to what the scripture is to kind of help you think about it and apply it to your life and your belief structure, whether, whether you're a Buddhist, whether you're a Christian, you're a Messianic Jew, uh, Islamic, whatever, it is there to help you apply the way of Yeshua to any background you have. So can I find it in your bio? Yes, Cindy, you can find it in my bio. Um, and that's my website in the bio there. Um, and there's several things on there. Uh, the Enoch study we've been doing is on there as well as the other one. That'll take you, those buttons will take you directly to my Amazon influencer page uh, where I've sourced like the right books. I didn't just type in Gospel of Thomas and pick any author. I picked the ones that I read from. I picked the ones that I've kind of audited for what I believe to be true and what God has shown me uh, fruit with. So that is not just a random store of a bunch of spiritual texts. It's stuff that I really am going through and authors that I really respect. So, um, again, you know, a lot of people just throw up whatever's on Amazon. And I really went through to try to build some meaningful little storefronts on there for these type of studies. So, uh, some believe that it is the most high's name. Okay. Um, you would have to look it up because it's something I just learned about. Okay. So yeah, I will look it up. That's a great like subject for this community. Um, I'll look it up another time. Unfortunately, I can't click off this page and I'm using my iPhone. So, and as my phone is about to die because I've been shooting TikToks on it all day and I still have a few more to go. My commitment is 10 TikToks a day, 10 reels a day, 10 YouTube shorts a day, 10 Facebook reels a day. 
um, and just blasting these out into space, guys, um, because I want to take this word to everyone as powerfully, as quickly, and as efficiently as possible. God is doing amazing things through this. He keeps downloading stuff into me every day and just manifesting light out of me. I could literally feel it this morning, just God's light pouring through my core. Uh, I'm not practicing yoga or any of that, you know, chakra type stuff, but I just know we have these mechanisms in our body. We have a pineal gland. We have our core. We have our heart. All of this electromagnetic, cellular, uh, quantum, it all works together. Again, Fibonacci sequence really, really um, shares a, a lot about that. So life before Adam and Eve, absolutely. I mean, heavenly realms were certainly probably around, you know, forever. I mean, they're, they're eternal, right? So um, I don't know what created them or, uh, <laughs> you know, again, we live in a virtual reality. We live in a matrix. I mean, that's like so, so clear. Um, thank you for the, uh, the follow. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so let me get into the scripture. Just keep this in your head as I read the scripture before my phone dies. I want to read the scripture and this is straight out of Enoch. This will blow your mind, guys. So the second chapter of Enoch, before he goes on his heavenly trip, he travels the earth with an angel. He gets whisked across the earth. He sees the heavens and their orbits. He sees the earth and its ways. And to me, this is really explaining the Fibonacci sequence. Like this all ties together. And so we see... Uh, Solomon, King David, we see um, in the Bible there is a ton of psalms and recounting of kind of God's orders. Um, thank you for sharing the live. God bless you. I appreciate it. Um, Anissa, thank you for being here. Nacho Bravo, welcome. Israel Garcia, welcome back, brother. Um, and Lady Winters, thank you. So I'm going to read this. Observe ye everything that takes place in the heaven. In the heaven. I think that's interesting. In the heaven. How they do not change their orbits. And the luminaries which are in the heaven. How they all rise and set in order and in its season. And transgress not against their appointed order. Okay. And transgress not against their appointed order. They are literally obeying the will of God. They are literally obeying the order of God that he has set forth. I mean, just mind-blowing. Literally, Fibonacci sequence stuff here. Like, you cannot break out of that until you introduce sin into it. And we're going to see as we read through Enoch, that's what this study is for. We're going to read through Enoch. As we read through Enoch, there is something really, really interesting happening because sin comes in from the watchers and it says that they sin against the birds and the crawling things and the earth and the flesh of men. We've always been taught in church that it was Adam and Eve. They screwed it up for everyone. Oh, the man and the woman. The perpetual argument in marriage. Talk about creating duality for us. But when we realize that it's sons of God, angels of the Most High, who came down and did an oath, and it actually says a curse or a spell, and bound themselves together in this thing, and then they decided to go and create their own race by taking wives of earthly women because they thought they were beautiful, 
And then now we end up with Nephilim and giants on the earth. And then God has to send a flood and Noah to try and wipe that out. And then we see that it wasn't quite fully wiped out because sin was entered into the world. And then we see what Christ did on the cross. The idea of reversing what happened on Mount Hermon. He even walks to what is called the gates of hell. And he says, upon my house, the gates of hell will not prevail. Where he said that sermon was standing at the base of Mount Hermon. And he put his hand on the rock, which was called the gate to hell. Because they knew in the Jewish culture, when they walked up that mountain, that's where hell entered the earth. That's where the fall of man happened. And so when he said the gates of hell will not prevail, he's not talking about this place of fire and brimstone. He's talking about the sin of the watchers on the earth. And we are not taught that in church, guys. We're not taught that in any religion, uh, any faith tradition, uh, because this stuff gets weird. And that's why it's been whitewashed out of our, out of our texts. Um, so, behold ye the earth, and give heed to the things which took place upon it from first to last. How steadfast they are, and how none of the things on the earth change, but all works of God appear to you. Behold, the summer and the winter, and how the whole earth is filled with God's glory. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful, guys. You make more sense than 25 years of Catholicism. Thank you, man. I just took a picture of that. I got to share that with my wife. My wife is Catholic, so that's hilarious. Thank you for sharing. Um, so anyway, I want you guys to just look at this. Look at the Fibonacci sequence. As above, so below. As within, so without. I am in the Father and the Father is in me. I cannot go to the Father except through me, except through the Christ in me. One of the popes, I believe it was Pope Gregory, said that only the prophet can understand what the prophets wrote. And then it's also said that only a poet can understand what a poet writes. So then how do we need to be to understand who Christ is? We have to be Christ. And he wants to become us because he wants to manifest the kingdom through us because he says it's within us and we are to image that on the earth. You have all these people talking about the end of the world and doomsday and all of this stuff. And while we know there's prophecy unfolding, I'm not, I'm not refuting that. I'm just saying the kingdom is here. It is within us. Let's manifest it now. Let's bring others to an understanding of who God is because we're showing it through us, through our lives. Anyway, I love you guys. Wow, mind blown. Thank you so much. True that the rabbit hole runs deep. Yes, it does. Just like this rabbit hole here. Um, anyway, so I just, I love you guys. Thank you for being here. I'm about to drop my signal because I think I'm at like 5% on my phone. But um, if you have any questions, drop them now. I'll take like five minutes for questions here. So uh, Squall says, thank you. You bet. Um, seriously, drop a question or two. I probably have time for maybe two questions. So. You guys drop them if you have anything. Do you believe in astral projection? Absolutely. And why do I believe in astral projection? Because I've had it happen to me before under the influence of psychedelics. Then I've been able to accidentally do it while I'm trying to meditate before bed. 
even recently I can feel myself like come out of my body. Some people can do it to the point where they can look at themselves. Your spirit is not separate from your body. Your body is a spiritual technology, just like the spiritual technologies we see in the Bible with the seraphim, the Nephilim uh, that were created on the earth is the, the result of that heavenly technology with the biological technology that we have here on this planet. So definitely, definitely, um, is a crazy experience. I wouldn't suggest practicing it unless it's, um, unless you feel like some sort of biblical leading or at least, you know, scriptural leading to do that. Like, um, because you are then detached and not protected by your cells and by the technology that God gave you to house that spirit. So when you separate your spirit from your body, uh, there's also chances of that not going back into your body. So you want to be very, very careful with that. Uh, does meditation connect you to source? Absolutely. Um, that's why I love Gospel of Thomas that we were just talking about earlier. It talks a lot about meditation and really not meditation as sitting and, and going, um, um, all of that can be a tool. I just got these hand pans today, which are tools, they're instruments to tune us to get rid of all of this stuff in our mind. And when we clear all that stuff out of our mind and our hearts, and we open our heart to what God has to say uniquely to us, that type of meditation, be it through these other tools, you know, incense, music, all of that, that's fine. I have no issue with that. A lot of people try to demonize that through the new age movement. But guys, whatever gets you there. I mean, that's my thing. Like, whatever gets you there. Some people love the swimming pool in the summer. Some people love going up to the mountains in the summer and staying as cool as possible. So whatever gets you there, um, I think, is important for that. But yes, it definitely connects you to source. This Fibonacci sequence is the fingerprint of God, I believe. The logos of God is the uh, is not this code but it's what tells this code how to order. It's the vibration and the energy that tells it how to order. And that logos is in us. So when we meditate and we clear our mind of fears and worries and anxieties, and we ask God to fill us, we take a moment of pushing ourselves to a low vibration. This is what nobody teaches. A moment of emptying ourselves to a low vibration and saying, I'm empty and I'm ready for you to fill me. Yahweh, Yah, Lord of hosts, God of gods. I am, fill me, pour forth from me like streams of living water. That's what Christ said. I will give you water that will well up from within you and pour out of you. And so that's what meditation can do for us is it empties us of all of the data that we put in our head, be it church, the system, work, our worries, money, whatever it is. When we just empty that, and we pick up that cross and follow Christ, we've crucified all those things in our life and we've emptied ourselves out. Absolutely, we can connect to source. That is when healing happens internally. That is when we discover who we really are. There's a part of you that's who you really are that has nothing to do with the things you've done on this planet. Let me say that again. There's a part of you and a part of me that is the truth about who we are that has nothing to do with the things that we have done on this planet, good or bad. It's the part of us that either wants to seek God or doesn't. It's the part of us that says, I know I'm a divine being and I want to explore more of that. Or the part of us that says, 
Mm. I'm content with the status quo. And we get to decide that every day. And most people will never empty themselves out because they're so comforted by the noise in their head, the stuff in their house, the busyness of a job, the idea of some sort of community that they think they've built, be it in a neighborhood or a church community or an organization. They're so distracted and comforted by all those busy voices that the idea of silence is deafening. And when we can truly be silenced, we can truly hear God's voice because it speaks in a tongue that will pierce our heart if we can quiet it. So, um, that was a long, long answer for that one. Um, whom do you think is the Antichrist? Uh, so the Bible talks a lot about there being many spirits of the Antichrist in the world. I think the beast system is already in place. We see it happening all around us. Uh, but we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. So I'm not really looking for a specific antichrist. I'm looking for Christ's. I'm looking for you and me to be Christ's in the world. We are his image in the world. He came back manifest in his glorified body, went to his disciples and he breathed on them. And he said to you, I give my holy ruach, my holy breath, the set apart breath. And he christened them to go out and be Christ's in the world and they did it to their followers and we have it today that very breath has repaired us from the inside out and when we allow that consciousness to rise we connect directly with source with Christ who sits at the right hand of the throne of God and we know that all good things flow through him read Bible meditation and fasting yes Jess amen that is fantastic um, I would add in there praise if you play any kind of instrument, if you sing, if you write poetry, if you paint, any kind of expressive art of praise. You don't, be, you don't have to be painting crosses and stuff to praise. You can paint stuff like this. You can make tie-dye like this. That's an act of praise, anything in his name. What are your thoughts on the seven chakras? Uh, again, I think man has observed pieces of all of this. We know we have a pineal gland. We don't fully understand what it's for, but we know it has something to do with our spirituality. Uh, we have chakras. We can measure. They have scopes and uh, cameras that can measure and see the energy vortex moving out of your body. And it manifests as different colors of light on you. So we know they're real. We know these energy centers in our body are real. We don't have a clue what we are for as electromagnetic, mechanical spiritual technology we just say we're biology and that we are doomed to rot in the ground where God says I'm using you to and build my kingdom because the kingdom is within you and you manifest it and you build that kingdom and there are more and more and more energy sources pointing towards the throne of God and that's exactly what he wants us to be uh, think about it as we are just charging up this kingdom um, and he will circle that energy to you. He will cycle that to you. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, thank you. Yes, yes, you bet, uh, Marty. Thank you. Uh, I'm a believer in Yahweh. I've been reading Enoch and I have so many questions. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Baby Sue, go check out the full series. There are 30 videos as of today. I have over 300 planned for the next 90 days, maybe even 400, 500, depending on how many I can put out. I'm trying to 10x this thing and do 10 videos a day, going through every chapter and verse of the Book of Enoch, um, including these type of live streams where we talk about some of the abstract concepts in it. 
more of the Bible study or scripture study or spirit study type thing here. So uh, Marty says, thank you. Every religion video of yours that I've watched uh, has been saying, I've been saying since I was 16 years old, uh, nightmare trucking, dude, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And it's so good. That's what I love this platform. Pray for this platform, guys. We need protection over it in the name of God, the name of Christ in all of our Christ consciousness is just pointing towards protection on this platform because I'm connecting with so many amazing people and these other platforms have already built their algorithms to try and block free speech. Um, and so having it here on TikTok is just such a blessing. So pray that God will protect it here in the United States. Uh, other countries have already been banning it and we just pray that our leaders will say, no, we're going to keep it open here. So please, please pray over it. Um, and Nightmare Trucking, thank you for being here. God bless you. Uh, thank you guys for the follows. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and yet you still only use 10% of your brain from Pammy cat, uh, Pammy's cat. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Imagine what we could do if we could use all of our brain. Maybe God actually wants us to. Maybe there's a form of consciousness, a level of enlightenment, a power of a Christ consciousness in us. If we keep practicing, guys, that's one thing that I love about Gospel of Thomas is it's about the spiritual practice. And the Bible we've been left with, while I believe it is sufficient for salvation of the sheep and lambs, is not necessarily meant to empower the saints or the shepherds. And I want to be a disciple, a shepherd, a saint, and I want to help people uncover this truth in themselves. And so that's why I'm obsessed with focusing on what we have in the canonized Bible and looking at these pieces that were deliberately left out and have been revered by scholars as truth, yet they will never end up in there because you have a group of men that canonized it and said, this is the book we need for our Catholic Church. And I'm not demonizing the Catholic Church at all. I'm just saying this is literally what they did. One of the uh, Catholic uh, pastors or priests recently on TikTok here said that very thing and was talking about like, hey, if you're reading the Bible, that's a Catholic document and there's more scripture out there. And if you're hungry to go find it, go find it, go practice being Christ in the world, go practice elevating your consciousness, go practice what Christ actually taught. And we are starting to see a little bit more of what he taught. Um, you are doing God's work. I truly believe it. Thank you, Ray. God bless you. I really appreciate that. I get a lot of, a lot of shade on here sometimes. So thank you. Thank you for that comment. Um, Travis, thank you for the follow. Thanks for sharing your knowledge with us. Cindy says, uh, well, God bless you guys. If you want to support this ministry, uh, cupcooker.me is my website. There's several links on there with these book studies. Go check them out. I highly recommend reading them. And again, I've vetted all the books on that store. It's not just a bunch of random books. Um, a portion of that goes directly to support this ministry. Um, I do this full time, by the way. So I've made that decision to um, move out of my traditional business, move out of the traditional workforce. Um, and uh, we sold a lot of our stuff, moved out of our house in the country. We moved into the city to be closer to family. We downsized our home, 
and uh, I, God has just been putting it on my heart to do this full time, and that's what I'm doing here. So anything you guys can do, there's a link over there too to join the Patreon if you want to support this on a monthly basis and just say thank you. God bless you guys. I love you all. 74 Leathercraft, thank you. Great stuff as always. I appreciate you guys. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's almost 6.30 now, and my phone's almost dead, so I can't really shoot more TikToks at this point. I may have to go recharge and get some dinner. So God bless the life. Thank you. And just praying God's name and all of our consciousnesses, all of the goodwill in us directly from the throne of God through our Christ consciousness from Yeshua, the Christ on the earth that we protect this platform, protect and bless TikTok, keep it open and available as a form of free speech here in the United States, a place where we can gather because we are the church on here, guys, and churches are not doing the work. So we're here to do it. I love you guys. God bless you. God bless TikTok. Peace.